What's good, y'all? And welcome back to another episode of Free Game, where the only thing that we do on this podcast is what? Keep it a stat. Now, I'm not going to lie to y'all. It is Monday, March the 29th, and I already felt compelled and excited to give y'all another podcast episode because it's really been something that's on my mind. It's really been something that I really wanted to talk about. It's really been something that's on my soul. So on this version of Free Game, we're talking about the importance of friendship, what that looks like, the pros of it, the cons of it, what's hard, the struggles, the beauty of it, how it's not easy, how it could be difficult to manage, and things that happen between dynamics of friendships that you don't necessarily realize. So I want to start off by saying what's hard. Um, personally, I feel like I have a lot of friendships. I feel like I'm a very social person. My soul naturally reaches out to people. My soul naturally wants to talk to people and say, hey, how are you doing? What's up? I mean, I go to a PWI um, and I'm a black guy with it being 6.6% of black people here. So even if I don't know you, if we make eye contact and we're mentally connected, I'm going to wave my hand and be like, hey, what's up? Which is why people get the misconstruction of like, ah, have I met him before? Or, who is this? It's like, no, you haven't met me at all, but I'm talking to you because you're someone who looks like me. So that's my first step of making a friend. But to me, what's hard is, I don't think I realized is, Sometimes it's cool having friends, but what does your version of a friend mean? People used to really get mad at me because I said, ah, we're not really friends, we're associates because something is connecting us together. And that something could be school, or it could be an organization, or it could be another friend, or it could be a sport or an activity. But what really depicts of, or what I really perceived of, if we're friends or not, is do we go out of each other's way to talk to each other? Um, does our friendship stand on its own? Is it proactive instead of reactive? If I don't call you, are you going to call me? If you don't call me, am I going to call you? How long is it going to take for us to talk again? Or are we not going to talk at all? That is something that I depict as a true friendship, something that both sides is proactive. And no, I don't have to talk to you every single day. Um, my best friend, who I really consider my brother, because I don't really have best friends, um, goes to Mercer University. His name is Taj Patterson. He is the opposite of me. Um, he's very less social. He likes to stay in his room. His hobbies are very different than mine, but we make it a priority or we just know when it's been too long. I feel like we're connected to the soul. And if I call him one day or I text him one day and say, dang, why haven't I heard from him? He say, you know what? You was on my to-do list to call today because we know that life is busy, right? We know that life gets very busy and we can't speak every day. And sometimes you have those low-maintenance friendships or you have those high-maintenance friendships. And I think that communicating that with someone or asking someone like, oh, are you a high-maintenance friend or a low-maintenance friend? That's not a negative connotation, but that's a true mature way of trying to figure out how you're going to navigate each other's dynamics instead of ah that person only talks to me when they need something or ah that person only talks to me when they slash I can get something out of them but I think sometimes a lot of friendships fall due to the failure of miscommunication um I have been a product of that I can say that I feel like I've lost some friends people that I've really been close with and they've been a product of that because people don't want to go the extra mile of people don't want to communicate effectively when it comes down to something being wrong and it's easier being said than done when I'm sitting here right now at this computer giving you advice telling you to do that or telling you my experiences or what I've done but when you're actually the one that's placed in the situation or the circumstance of giving feedback or giving advice is like ah, am I really going to grow to that level or to that maturity of saying how I truly feel right not just communicating, but communicating effectively, communicating honestly, and communicating transparency. Transparently, can't speak. Um, I think that those are some of the biggest things when it comes down to friendship, right? And I feel like I've received a lot of direct communication with some of my friends recently where I wasn't as direct or I wasn't as honest or I wasn't as emotional slash transparent when something bothered me, right? And it really affected our friendship for the worst because they were. 
they were very direct they were very impactful they knew what they wanted to say they knew who they was and it made me scared and it made me nervous that they were that direct and it also helped me to grow to get to that level a new mental level of saying well if they can say what they want to say and if they're going to say how they truly feel then that should prompt me to do the same and it wasn't easy it took me a couple of failed attempts and experiences and I feel like I have friends on both sides of the coin that do that and that also don't do that that you feel like you have to pry information out of them or say this or say that to prompt a response but the genuine truth is people get tired of doing that people get tired of reaching out and 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 reaching out out like what's wrong with you at some point in time you have to stand up and a very wise alpha once said to me every man must stand on his own two feet and that quote and that statement is very gender neutral but it's at some point in time you have to get up and you have to make the decision that you're not going to stay in the repetitive cycle of I'm going to keep doing what I was doing. You should get tired of that. You should get tired of not growing. You should want to do something new. You should be ambitious. So that's the first thing that I would say about friendships. The communication is very direct. The communication has to be very open and transparent. And it takes time when you're meeting a new friend or when you have that associate that you think is really cool and that thought comes to your mind and you're like, should I say it or should I not? Um, I want to take a brief public PSA announcement because this just came to mind. But one of my pro fights in my fraternity um, said something to me in my freshman year. And he said, Chris, what makes you different? What makes you you? What makes you you as a person? And I'm telling you all this because I feel like it's more difficult to be a friend or it's more difficult to be an associate when you really don't know who you are and you're still trying to figure out who you are as a person when the other side of the coin does. And he said, what makes you you, right? And I was like, ah, I'm funny. He was like, so is that person. I'm unique. What does that mean? I'm goofy. Yeah, you're right, but so is that other person over there. So is that other person that goes to the school. Ah, I know how to skate. So does that person. So the end all be all is what genuinely makes you unique out of the seven plus billion people on this planet. Right? And I'm like, well, shit, I don't know. I really don't know. And we haven't even had a follow-up conversation about that, but it's something that really stuck to my mind. It's something that stuck my soul because I was like, what makes Christopher Jeremiah Clements him? And I really feel like I've came to the conclusion of that recently. And I feel so strong and so powerful with knowing that. And I think the answer that what makes everybody them is, well, I hope everybody brain works like this. But there's always a thought that comes to your mind, right? There's always a thought that comes to your mind that translates into you saying it publicly or you saying it out loud or you saying it out of your mouth. But we also decide with our factors are we going to say that thought or are we not going to say that thought are we going to speak up or are we going to be quiet are we going to be authentic or are we going to be normal right and it's hard to be unique it's hard to be um that advocate right because you're scared of what people are going to say you're scared of how people are going to respond I'm scared of how people are going to respond. Everybody's not going to be fond of your thoughts. But I think what makes it important is if I asked you to write a 2,000-word essay right now, yeah, you might have someone that have a similar thought as you. Ah, your best friend. Ah, your twin them. Ah, your this, that. Ah, your this, that. But nobody's going to write the exact same 2,000 words as you. And if they do, we need to check that out. If you ask them to write another 2,000 words, are those 2,000 words going to be the same? And I say all of this to say, at some point in time, your thought process makes you different. That's what makes you unique. That's what makes you who you are. That's what makes some celebrities who they are because they went on that limb. They had that thought that came to their mind and that came to their brain like, Let me try this. Let me try something new. Let me feel like I'm alive. Let me try something different. Let me not do the normal today. Let me step outside of my comfort zone and see how that truly impacts me and it relates to me, right? So I encourage y'all to speak up with your thought process. Is it going to be easy? No. I have lost a lot of good friendships, I feel like, being myself. 
being authentic, saying things that shouldn't have been said. And I have grown from that. Some of them have been repairable, some of them have been not, but I have grown from that. I learned that. I'm learning that. So that's something that makes me truly and genuinely happy. Right, And I think that the biggest thing is you always want to be yourself. You always want to say your true thoughts and be authentic, but being willing to learn and grow from that. It's one thing to say that, but when somebody responds to you and says, hey, this is how you made me feel, or hey, this is my response as a result of your thought process, as a result of your experiences, because that's what a thought process is, a result of your experiences of who you are as a person. We all grew up different. Nobody grew up identical, right? Even identical twins have a small, unique difference to them. Nobody is the exact same because if everybody was the exact same on this planet, life would be boring. You know what I'm saying? So I think that that's a very big factor, your thought process. And I think that that goes back to friendship. Once you're able to be yourself, you're able to find other people who are being themselves and find someone who you might want different than you or someone who you might want unique than you or similar to you. That way y'all can navigate and bounce off of those spaces, right? So I think that those are some of the things that I'm learning all encompassing of a friendship. The next thing that comes to mind is comparisons being the thief of joy. Ooh wee, ooh wee. Y'all know what I mean. Ooh wee. Comparisons being the thief of joy is something serious. I know that you shouldn't compare yourself to someone else because it takes away the joy. You should compare yourself to you because if you do that, you'll realize like, damn, I really came so far. Or damn, I really was able to grow from this from my freshman year or sophomore year or junior year or high school, senior year or middle school or something that I've really been battling for a very, very long time. But it still bothers me. I still do it. The thought still comes to my mind. So I get scared. Like, is this something that is always going to be happening? Is this something that I'm always going to have to battle and suffer with and keep inside? And the answer is no. The answer is that thought is going to come to your mind until you train your brain, until you become disciplined enough to know that it is okay to grow at a different rate and at a different pace than someone else. Recently, I found myself comparing my... Can't even speak. (laughs) I found myself comparing... Let me get right one more time. Take three. I found myself comparing myself to my close friends, right? And it's really taking a toll on my mental health. And it's kind of eliminated some of the joy from knowing that I've still made so much progress and growth from where I was, right? Whether that was financially, whether that was socially, whether that was professionally, whether that was romantically, whether that was mentally, academically, professionally. I want to shout out J. Cole and his song, Love Yours. That song is so real to me because he was right. He was speaking his truth. He was speaking his thought process. And he said, and you ain't never going to be happy till you love yours. Because somebody out here will always have more money than you. There's rich people. There's famous people out here. And both of them are rich. But somebody has more money than the next person. And this next thing I'm about to say is subjective, but there's always going to be a better looking partner out there than the one you might have physically, right? Or internally. There might always be somebody who looks better than you in terms of your physicality and your weight. Somebody who always might be able to speak more eloquently and communicative than you're speaking right now. But you really have to compare yourself to yourself and shape your mindset on that and that discipline when it comes down to your friendships, when it comes down to your family, when it comes down to your loved ones, your close ones, your associates, your co-workers. Because if you don't, you're going to drive yourself in a mental hole and potentially a state of depression that is going to be very difficult to get out of, right? And I feel like I'm just now getting this new site of enlightenment that I... I 
I want to love my friends for their accomplishments. I want to support them holistically and wholeheartedly. And if you're being honest with yourself right now and you're listening to this podcast and you're saying, yeah, I would never say it out loud and I want to support my friends and I want to go out and do this, but something inside of me is still like, dang, I'm not at their level or dang, I'm not doing as much as they're doing. That's keeping you from getting to your next level. It is. Because you're focusing so much energy and so much time and so much devotion on what they're doing that you're not even putting the time and effort into what you're doing. You got to be real. You got to be honest. You got to speak to somebody that you know is going to tell you the truth. In this world and in this life, it's hard with our friendships, right? And now I'm going to get to that next point. Ding, 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 ding. It's hard in our friendships when we feel like we don't have authentic friendships and what that looks like. Whether your friend is lying to you, whether your friend is not as transparent with you, whether your friend is not as open with you, right? Personally, I'm a very open friend. Sometimes I think maybe I'm too open. If I feel very close or very tight-knit with somebody, we're talking about everything, man. We're talking about A to Z. We're talking about Z to A. We might skip to the letter K. But we're talking about everything because that's just how I perceive my friendships. I haven't really had any close friendships or friendships where boundaries were set. So we wasn't talking about different things. Not when they're close. If they... Not, yeah, not when they're close. If they weren't close, that's understandable. I don't know you, you don't know me. But I've come to a new sense of enlightenment, a new sense of understanding from learning, from growing from other people. Some people just do not want to talk about every single thing. And I just couldn't grasp it. I couldn't understand it. So I had to consult up and ask some wise people in my life for advice like, why is this happening? Why is this a thing? I think I'm a cool person for the most part. I'm not perfect, but if I'm being open and communicative, you should be too. But that's not fair to ask of someone. That's not fair to say, hey, spill your entire life to me within two years, three years, when something potentially has been affecting me for a very long time or something has really taken a toll on me. That person might need more time to feel comfortable to communicate that. Or that person might not ever want to communicate that. And that is okay. That person still loves you just the same, I promise you. If not more, that person still is vouching for you. But don't mess up your friendship trying to pry information out of people and trying to divulge and be embraceive and intrusive and like tell me this because we're friends. Because that's not what a true friend does. That's not a true friend would do. Do some self-evaluation. Do some self-reflection at the end of the week, at the end of the month. Go through each dimension of your life and say, all right, how am I mentally? How am I spiritually? How am I financially? How am I academically? How am I socially? How am I professionally? How am I romantically? Am I making true, genuine, authentic, intentional strides to be better? Am I tired in life right now? Do I want to be stagnant? Do I want to be comfortable? Or am I moving in a downwards motion? Was I at a better place? Am I depressed now? What is causing these factors? Is it people who are around you? Is it things that are around you? Talk to me. What is it? But what you have to do is just like there's other people in the world. I don't think people realize it's you. Tap yourself on the on the heart right now. You. Look at yourself. I'm looking at me. I'm looking at me. It's you. You have to be honest with yourself because you carry yourself with you each and every day. Money is important. Social life is important. Every dimension of life is important. But you are the only person in this world, I repeat, you are the only person in this world that knows every single thing that you've been through. You know how you treat people. You know your intentions. You know if they're pure. You know if they're malicious. You know if they're negative. It might not be easy. It might be difficult to navigate that, but you know. And 
that's what's going to make your soul feel lighter or heavier. You're walking through every day with something on your mind. It is going to take you a while to release that through different methods, strategies, tactics. I don't know. Everybody's different through their different thought process. But what I will tell you is you have to be honest. Because if you're not honest, it's going to kill you. It's going to eat you up inside. That's why I like being honest. It might take me a minute to do that self-evaluation, that self-evaluation, that tactic, that audit of my own life. But I do it because I want to ensure that I'm doing the right thing when it comes down to me and it comes down to my friendships. So the next thing is... I took a big pause there um, I have a lot of friends and I have a lot of energy that I diverge and I divulge into my friendships because I really value them I think everybody values things differently in life and one of my top proponents is friendships um, I want to give a special shout out to a couple keyword of my friends um, well actually I'll take that back I do have friends, but I want to give a shout out to my friends turned family in my world, in my life, in my perspective. I want to give a shout out to my frat brothers, right? Um, it's a brotherhood that's unmatched. I learned so much. We don't agree the same. We have different appearances, different opinions, appearances too, but that's family. I want to give a shout out to my line brothers specifically. The Nine Remnants of Armageddon, a.k.a. Reapers of the Tomb. I want to give a special shout-out to the Bozos, Claudia, Tayo, Kevin, Maddie. I want to give a special shout-out to Joshua Benefield, a.k.a. Jab Productions, going crazy. I want to give a special shout-out to Jada, character, going crazy. Friends that I've had since freshman year, or friends turned family that I feel like since freshman year. And I want to give a shout-out to Taj Patterson, my best friend from Mercer that I said earlier. I want to give a shout-out most specifically and most importantly to Danielle Cato as well. Um, we have not had an easy friendship. Freshman year, we have had a lot of arguments. We have a big, powerful dynamic. We have a very similar thought process with a couple of different things, but we've argued. We thought we wasn't going to be friends no more. I know her family. She knows my family. We stopped speaking for a couple of weeks at times. We stopped speaking for a couple of months, but we try our best to keep things internal because we know what happens when you get those things external. But I'm saying this to say... It happens with everybody. We live a life of very similar traits and qualities. And I'm talking about people on this planet. But we don't talk about it on the public record ever or rarely or not often because we're scared of what people might think. I'm scared of what people might think. We're scared of people being judgmental. We know how the world is. We know how society is. Look at Instagram. Look at Twitter. Look at TikTok. Look at Snapchat. Look what people say on their close friends. Look what people say on their private stories. Their true thoughts. Some things hurt other people. So that's why we don't do it. But you have to make a decision in your life what is worth it. Right? Is it worth being authentic? Is it worth keeping those things off the public record? Is it worth not being honest, but only you can make that decision and whatever result that you are happy with for your life, let it ride. But I say all of this to say my friends turn family. Um, it hasn't been an easy journey, but it's been a reward for one. I think I, I don't want to use the word argue. I think that I have I have had an argument with every single person that I just listed previously. And it was a healthy argument to me because we're still family. I think people always are so, oh, he's an argumentative person or he's a controversial person or he's a debative person. Some might say yes, some might say no, some might get a better side than others, but I like communicating, I like being honest, I like being direct, blunt, and bold because I feel like it saves time, it saves space, and I truly do believe in if things are meant to be, they will be. So I have healthy arguments with people, and I feel like if both people value the friendship or the family and know that the pros outweigh the cons, 
that y'all have that productive conversation. And I'm not saying that to say that, oh, that means I can argue every single day because that's still toxic. That's still negative. Nobody wants a friendship that isn't rewarding. Nobody wants a friendship that doesn't feel easy or doesn't feel beneficial, right? People want things that are helping, are motivating. Ask yourself, am I a good friend? Are they putting in more energy than I am? Are they putting in more time and more intentionality? Am I being honest? Am I being communicative with them about, hey, I know that you're a really good friend and I really want to be a good friend and I might not have as many friendships or many family members turn family, but I want you to know that I'm taking cognizance of that and I'm trying to be better. So if there's anything that comes to your mind, please feel free of saying that or anything that makes you feel. Ask your friend, how have I been making you feel lately? How have I been making you feel lately? We don't typically ask that on a daily basis because we have a lot going on, but it ain't no problem asking that. Ask that to your homeboys. Ask that to your guys. Ask that to your girls who are friends. Ask that to your people who you're close with. Because sometimes everybody doesn't speak about everything on a public record, but people are feeling. It's a saying that everybody knows. I'm trying to remember. It's something like, People don't always remember what you say, but people will remember how you feel. People will rem- people will remember how you make them feel. There it goes. So everybody doesn't always remember what you say, but people will remember how you make them feel. Did you make them feel good? Did you make them feel bad? Did you make them feel upset? Did you make them feel depressed? Did you make them feel happy? Did you make them feel loved? How do you make people feel? How do you want to make people feel? Don't be cool guy 100% all of the time. Man, my friendship is straight, bro. I ain't even, I, I'm the best person in the planet. Ain't nobody on this world perfect. We all have something to learn from. I know I'm not. I know I've messed up. I know I could have handled some situations differently. And it sucks, man, because some people aren't willing to go back and rekindle those friendships as they should. Some people you have to learn from. Some people you have to grow from. Some people are learning from you and growing from. And everybody has different experiences in their life. But if you're being cognizant about that and you're making the intentional strides to make sure that that same thing doesn't happen again, in my opinion, that's all you can do. You were authentic when you did it. You didn't have malicious intent when you did it, but you were still wrong. Yeah. But now that you know that, don't keep making the same repetitive mistakes. Don't keep making the same repetitive mistakes. Uh, we at the 27 minute and 37 second mark time stamp. So for the second half of this podcast, I'm going to bring one of my friend, one of my family friend groups on here. And we're just going to talk about our friendship. Now, I'm going to try to keep it condensed because they love to talk. But I'm going to bring the bozos on here. Claudia. Tayo, Kevin, Maddie, and we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Um, I'm not going to tell them nothing. I'm going to say, hey, I want us to talk about our friendship. I'm going to say I did a brief episode about what my ideology was on the first half, and then this is the second half clip, and we're going to see how that goes. So y'all stay tuned. What's up, y'all? It's Kevin Wogu. Okay, Mr. Wogu in the flesh. Third, we have... Hi, everyone. It's Ayo Fashola. Ayo Fashola. Nice, smooth, suave. And last but definitely not least, we have... What's up, y'all? It's Tayo Akasanya here with you. Okay, Tayo Akasanya, the drip god himself. And like I told y'all on the first half of this podcast... But we're really just going to be talking about the importance of friendships. We're going to talk about our friendships. We're going to talk about what we think about friendships. We're going to talk about what's hard about friendships. We're going to talk about what's good about friendships, the proactive, the reactive. Mm-hmm. We're going to try to be very transparent and very honest. That way you can relate to us and you can connect with us. And hopefully it will spark some conversation when you're listening to this like, damn. I'm going through the exact same thing, but I would have never known that if you didn't give me your true and authentic perspective. So, 
the first thing that I'm going to do, and let's keep it short and condensed. <laughs> I am here because I talked a lot myself on the first 30 minutes of this podcast. But I really just want to know what y'all think about friendships and what comes to mind. And this time, let's start from the left and then let's go around the room. Like mm-hmm. Let's go around the room. Wow. Um, when I think about y'all can laugh French. <laughs> <laughs> friendship I think about um, a commitment to not only serving others but also mm-hmm. just truly pouring into others I feel like friendship is something that just I don't know just happens it's it's real it's authentic um, mm-hmm. sometimes yeah it's natural sometimes it's not Friendships happen in the most rare places that you could ever think about. So I think mm-hmm. in its purest form, it's just being able to have the capacity to value somebody else. That's good. That's good. good. Mm-hmm. That the capacity to value somebody else, serve others, natural, organic. That's I good. love that. I love that. I love that. Okay, Ayo. Okay, so for me, I was talking to Claudia about this, but okay. I'm in the season of just learning how to love difficult people. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> no, because it's so easy. Like, I feel like there's no really reward for loving people who are easy to love. But I think, like, the real test of a relationship is when you're able to love people who are difficult, who are annoying, mm-hmm. who get on your nerves, and all these different types of things. So that's okay. what I'm learning, how to love difficult people properly. Right. Yeah. So, Question. Yeah. Do you feel like you have some current friendships that are difficult? Yes. That are hard to maintain? Yeah, I do. Why are you willing to keep those friendships? Why not just let them go? Why not save and conserve your energy and realize maybe this is not the season for them? That makes sense. I think, okay, so I think there's like a clear line of just like when to say in something when it's like toxic. So right now it's not toxic. Okay. But it's just like, I consider myself a very low maintenance friend. I don't, I don't, especially now, like I moved away from grad school. I'm from Maryland. I moved away. Shout out Maryland. Georgia and just like navigating my friendships especially back home has been very difficult okay. um of course because like I value like that in-person connection hanging out with people when I don't have that that kind of like messes things up okay. but like I said I'm a very low maintenance person I do not require FaceTime calls mm. text I, I can text like it's okay. fine but I'm not really a calling person like I'm good off of just like seeing someone on Instagram I'm like okay we're doing well like I'll do check-ins here and there yeah. but I'm not the type of person where I need to hang out with you a lot Every single exactly day. so having those friends where I moved away it's just like there's some friends that are just like you don't call me anymore you don't do this anymore I'm just like you don't either so kind of navigating just yeah exactly and kind of like what you were talking about like pouring so it's just like how much am I willing to pour or to like self-sacrifice for the sake of maintaining this friendship so I'm just like in that stage of just doing that right now okay and then with another friend that's In Georgia, that I'm maintaining right now. Keep it secluded. secluded. But I'm learning how to love that person. What's up, Ray? Hello. I'm learning how to love that person while being understanding of like their past, their childhood, and different things. Because the past informs the present, so kind of understanding like, yeah, just how this is long-winded, but just how people. How people show up in spaces and why they show up. Because I think we were talking about it. Like, don't just say, like, what is wrong with somebody. But, like, what happened to you? And being able to meet them where they're at and loving them properly. And giving grace. Because I think it can be really easy to cut somebody. We live in, like, a Mm -hmm. cancel culture, Uh like, society. Where it's just like, okay, if someone pisses you off, they're done. But being able to, like, sit down with somebody, just, like, have conversation and kind of assess, like, okay, what has now influenced you in the past for you to not act like this? And being able to meet them there. That's big. That's really mature. That's a great, unique perspective. I talked about low maintenance and high maintenance Mm -hmm. friendships on the first half of this. Yeah. It's very pristine. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I love that. 
I hope that everything works the best Me for those too. <laughs> and I hope that soon we'll be All able right. to come back and talk about mm-hmm. that and see what was the product yeah. of that. Yeah. Next we have Mr. Wogu and his mm-hmm. thoughts about friendships Ooh. and what comes to mind and heart. Yeah, I think two things initially come to mind. I think with friendships, one thing I've just learned is that it's making the choice to love even when it is inconvenient. Mm-hmm. And I think like loving can look like different ways like whether that's showing up or like having a listening ear like I was just thinking about the time where Chris needed a ride back from the airport and he asked everyone everybody in the group chat if um, who could pick him up um, and everyone said that they were busy even on the day of I was about to start walking <laughs> even on the day of some people were not where they said the group <laughs> they was but basically I was like the last one and I was like okay I'm actually like free but even though like you know like nobody likes to drop to the airport but like as a friend like you're gonna make that choice to go out of your way like mm. change your whole date to like pick up your friend because that they mean a lot to you like it's like just simple stuff like that that can seem simple but mm-hmm. really you would only do that for a close friend yes. so I think mm-hmm. friendship looks like loving when it's inconvenient and then the second thing I was thinking about is just like how making sure that you're friends and you share similar values because I've realized in the past that maybe certain friendships and I, we didn't share similar values. And so as much as you think that can work, I think as we grow and get into different chapters in our lives, our values really do need to intertwine with those around us because if not, we won't grow with the people around us, we'll outgrow them. And so that'll lead to different chapters. And so those are just two thoughts that I had. I agree. I have a couple of perspectives that I want to share and challenge your thoughts real quick. The first thing that I will say, something that I learned from just interacting with friends and communicating with friends is that Claudia here, she said, well, Chris, I know you asked everyone to pick you up from the airport and maybe everyone didn't have the time to respond, but did you give people the necessary time that they needed to make that decision or did you give them a fair amount of time? And I really had to sit back and think about that and the answer was no, I didn't. Um, All I thought in my line of thinking was, these are my friends, these are my close friends, if they're not doing anything, then they should pick me up. And that wasn't fair to assume or think that because I wasn't thinking about maybe what they had planned during that day or thinking about what they had to move around. So it really just made me navigate and think about things. If I do need to rely on somebody I'm close with, regardless of the love that we share, you still have to be considerate of those thoughts and those actions because you don't want to overpower your life and say, hey, it's an end-all, be-all, drop right now and do what I need you to do or do what I would like for you to do. So I did learn from that and I think that that was really big with the airport situation. The second thing that I will say is I think it's very interesting if any one of y'all have a couple of thoughts before we get to the queen, Miss Wooten. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I do agree that your friends and your close ones have to have similar values as you, and you said, correct me if I'm wrong, that if y'all don't have similar values as time goes on and y'all grow together, then you'll potentially grow apart or y'all will be different. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to say I disagree, but I don't know if I agree either. Mm. Me and one of my close friends that I regard as a brother that goes to Mercer University, shout out to Taj Patterson, we have a lot of similar mindset when it comes down to different things, but we also have a lot of different things, but I think we value the difference of perspective when we have our conversations. We're both very chill. We talk every two, three weeks, catch up on life. Mm -hmm. And I think that I love him like a best friend and brother because he's just completely different when it comes down to my perspectives. And it's not like I'm going to intentionally challenge his thoughts to get a rise out of him, even though he gets me upset sometimes. Mm -hmm. But to get a rise out of him. But he just genuinely thinks different than I do. And I think I've learned to grow and respect that you can still be really cool really close with someone love someone respect somebody's personality but know that they just view the world differently yeah than you might. so what do y'all think about that as a rebuttal 
Um, Chris is wrong. No. no. <laughs> I think that yeah. one thing to realize is for you is the, the distance. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like distance, when you're not seeing each other as much, it's a little bit easier. But I feel like when you're in close proximity, you cause friction. Mm-hmm. With enough, with enough friction, mm-hmm. it'll ignite a fire. And a mm-hmm. fire is going to cause destruction. So in <laughs> imagery, thinking about close, yeah, yeah, like I in close capacities of like, Go ahead, let's not get on that cruise. <laughs> <laughs> in close capacities, when, when you have a lot of differing opinions and differing values, mm-hmm. when that friction builds up, that's when the fire is going to happen. But when you're a little bit further apart, you guys might not because of the same university, like you and Taj, or mm-hmm. you guys catch up Taj. every now and then. It's different because you're not seeing each other every day. However, when you are interacting with somebody on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, Mm -hmm. on a couple hourly basis, Mm -hmm. that can build up and that can cause a lot of unnecessary destruction and unnecessary arguments, fights, Mm -hmm. things of that nature that could foster into something that could potentially ruin the entire friendship. But that's my perspective. I don't know. I'll say something. I actually really love discussions. I'll call them discussions. Not an argument. Not Mm. something. (laughs) 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 No one has to be upset, but Mm. literally just like a discussion and it's fine during that discussion to have differences. Like Io said, like I'm really I'm reading a really good book called What Happened to You. Okay. Um, that talks about how people just like obviously have grown up differently. They have mm-hmm. different ways of doing things. And yeah. so obviously the five of us right here, like we're gonna handle a situation completely different mm-hmm. based on who we are. Like yeah. just because of that. Um, so like I think friendship too, and I'll kinda answer the question in this. I think friendship too is like Honestly, I view it on, like, a relationship level because I think it has, like, a certain intimacy of, like, discussions and loving each other, trying to show appreciation, just all of those things. I agree. Um, And I don't know. It can almost be harder. Like, losing a friend is so much harder than, like, losing a romantic partner. That's kind of true. And I believe in soul ties. I think people can, like, be for you. Um, That doesn't mean you're not going to have, like, discussions and Mm -hmm. things that come up. And I was laughing when Tyo said friction because... We went on a cruise. Yes, let's talk about it. You didn't get it. I was going to get it. I was going to get it. Went on a cruise. I was going to get it. The four of us went on a cruise. Um, It was awesome. First of all, I'll just say that. It was awesome. I think we can all agree that it was really awesome. Yeah, we have been. It was literally incredible. And we had discussions like every day. Yeah, we did. And it was because we were together morning through night. We went to the gym. We went outside. Went to the casino. Uh-oh. Too much. <laughs> <laughs> That's another episode. That's another addiction. of seven days together. Yeah, 13 man. hours there, 13 hours back. Oh, that's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. And I honestly felt like we have grown so much stronger because of that. Just because of like the bond of like just going somewhere together, experiencing things, but also just like having discussions, being able to take time to like take a step back from those. If you need a day, like take a day. If you need an hour, take an hour. Um, but coming back and like saying we love you at the end, like we prayed before every meal, like we did stuff that was like very family like, um, which I think friendship also entails. So that's kind of my answer to friendship as well. But I think values goes into that. I think that. You don't have to share the same values, though, because I do like the difference of perspective, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think you can really I grow agree. from that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Like Claudia said, the cruise was really fun. We had a great time. I great also time. don't like words necessarily like confrontation or argumentative when it comes down to the difference of opinions every single time. I feel like things can be discussions or... 
just like lack, sharing ideas. And yeah, like, oh. or for a lack of better words, I think there's a such thing as healthy arguments as well. I yeah. think that the world and society has confined arguments to being a negative connotation, and that's the yeah. only thing that you can do. If you, I come into the room and I say, hey, Kevin, I just got into an argument with Tyler. You're going to be like, oh, God, what happened? Yeah. 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 You would never ask, was there a positive solution out of it, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's not what comes to people's minds first. But when we was on the cruise, and not to get into specifics, we had a decent amount of healthy arguments. We did. Mm-hmm. Between each other. All of us. <laughs> each of us. <laughs> joke or something just like random but he doesn't know that I could be struggling with that I think that's like not only in friendship but just like people in general like you really have to be careful with what you say because you never know what triggers people um and I'll also say that dang I just lost my other point it's okay Insecurities, I guess, is where I was coming from. You just never know others' insecurities. Oh, this is what I was going to say. If you're in a friendship and y'all have not had a discussion, I don't think y'all are friends. Mm. A discussion about About anything. Mm. Like, y'all have never once disagreed on anything. Mm, I see what you're saying. So now you feel like that person is not being 100% themselves Mm. or honest because if they were. There's no way y'all are thinking identical. On everything. That's true. true. Even if it's like, oh, you're late. Y'all know I don't like lateness. Mm -hmm. But if if you're late, (laughs) if I'm not even saying that, like something as small as that, you know, like you can't like everything I do. You keep brushing things off instead of saying this is how I think. Exactly. I agree. I don't think that's friendship if you're not being open. Honest, yeah. With your communication. Sure. She say period. The next thing that I want to talk about is, and I know we talked about what's hard in friendships, but I want to talk about do y'all think, I'll take this question lightly, do y'all think that you can only have so many friends or friends turn family or the energy that you're giving out because... I don't know if y'all know that song, Seven Years by Luke. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, I do. Yeah. 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 You know the songs you know, but like, you don't like I take that song very serious. I'm a very intentional person. So I think, I would like to think the meaning of what he made that song. Once I was seven years old, my mama told me, go make yourself some friends or you'll be lonely. I take that as, why are you saying that when you're seven? Because true friendships and real friendships are hard to come across, right? Mm. Think about it now. Ask yourself or look around. How many friends does your mom or your dad or your guardian or your uncle actually have? Are they on the phone with 15 different people every single day? So, you know, we have a lot of what I said in the first half, associates. Mm -hmm. But people used to get really mad at me when I classified them as an associate. An associate is, we go to UGA together. So I (laughs) met you, we're in class together, so I talk to you every day. But after this semester, it fizzled out. Why? Because we had something that associated us together, something that brought us together. I felt like a friendship was something that I'm proactively reaching out to you and saying, hey, Claudia, hey, Kevin, hey, Ayo, hey, Tayo, Mm -hmm. how are you doing? What's Mm -hmm. going on today? Or I'm reaching out, but I'm not just being sublime. You know what I'm saying? I'm not just allowing this commonality to keep it going. Hence, yeah. high school friendships. True. You graduated high school and you don't talk that. At what percent of them? By like two hundred. So what do y'all think about that? I have a question What's or up? like a thought. I feel as though some people define friendship differently. Because I think my word or like my quote for this year is perception is reality. Like if I perceive that you're my best friend, I'm gonna act upon that. But if you don't perceive me, if you perceive me as an associate, you're gonna act upon it. So like I honestly I agree with you, but 
then again, I also want to give grace to those people who just like, who honestly may think, I was my bestie, but I don't think you're my bestie. Right. You're so like, how do I, I guess even going off of like the conversation, how do you now have a conversation just like, but you're not, like we're actually not that close. But then it hurts. So I don't want to offend people or step on yeah. people's toes, but then I don't want to mislead people thinking that we're actually it's close when we're mm, actually that's not. Important. That's true. So that's something I'm wrestling with. That's a hard one. And I don't know the answer. Yeah. That's hard. And I'm not even gonna sit here. We don't need to have an answer. Because that's, 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 that's a big one. Yeah. How do you navigate that conversation where, Kevin, you feel like we're brothers, and I feel like, yeah, we're cool, but yeah. we're not yeah. brothers. Yeah. 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 treat someone, how you navigate, how you do things, but mm-hmm. that's a great thought. And if anybody is listening to this on this podcast and they might have a good way of determining that or have gone through that, yeah. bring it back. Yeah. Let us know. Let us know. Comment on the episode. Comment on the episode. Underscore powered by Paradox. Yeah. Did you have something you were going to say? I am. Thinking. Thank you. Oh, I heard you open your mouth. I thought you. I would be intentional with my my words. Um, I love that intentionality. <laughs> I, I think it goes back to just quality time. Like we th- we talk about love languages. I think quality time is mm-hmm. is a very telling if you have friends or not, or if you consider somebody a friend or not. Because like you're talking about high school, like oh you don't really talk to your high school friends. I've got a core group of high school mm-hmm. friends that right. like I still interact with in a very in like a, a very tangible way That's good. like to the point where i saw them last week i was at uh one of my friend's house on thursday and then i was at another one of my friend's house the following day all the way in Gwinnett, even though i'm in athens not to say that our friendship has like not grown but it also hasn't subsided if that mm. makes sense mm. so That's we still pick back up from where we're at so i think what really classifies the friendship for me goes back to the intentionality of the quality time um because even now with us like some other people uh that i know would be like man you spend a lot of time with them like even though like Mm. and i'm like well yeah because they're they're my family they're my friends like we just kind of do a lot of things together and even though we see each other multiple times throughout the day this that the third like it's never a goodbye. It's always just oh, I'm gonna see you later. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna yeah. just I'm gonna yeah. just see you later. Um, but with other people, friends that are not as close, but people that I still consider as my friends, I still make uh, make it make a a point to have that quality time. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that whatever that looks like. If I'm not having quality time with you, if I'm not like like reaching out to like hang out with you. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're, just, we're, just, sorry we're, we're done. We're just we're acquainted. We're we're no, we're, we're just good. we're just acquainted. Um, we're not necessarily acquainted. Acquainted. Friends. Mm-hmm. We're just yeah. acquainted, and, and that's okay. But can that not be okay? It, it is. That I think is, okay. is that not okay to be acquainted with someone? Yeah. People, I think people, people think okay. I think people toss around the word friend so loosely. Yeah. That's the problem. That's true. Mm. They toss it around, and I'm like, mm. friends don't. <laughs> act in certain demeanors that you might be acting towards me. I disagree. Mm-hmm. And I used to agree with what you said, but that's what I said earlier. People, perception is reality. Some people view a friend and like an associate, if that makes sure. sense, mm-hmm. on that level. There's probably a lot of people here at UGA that are like, oh, me and Chris, we're friends. we're friends, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I actually recently adjusted my levels, mm-hmm. right? Very recently. So the way that I view it is I have God up top, right? At the top. Top, 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 top. And then after that, I have my family, right? So I might be closer with some of my family than other parts of my family. I might be closer with my mom and my sister and my uncles. Yeah. But I still also put Claudia and Kevin and Tyler in that same family category, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not as close with Claudia as I am with my mom, mm-hmm. and Claudia's not as close with me as she is with her dad or her mom, mm-hmm. but I still value same as 
family, right? Mm. And then from there, y'all can let me know how y'all feel. Mm. Then I have best friend. Well, I had best friend, but I had best friend, friends, and associate. But personally, I don't have a best friend anymore. Mm. And I think it was easier for my life. People like, ah, you got a best friend that did this, that, and third. But it worked for me. It worked for my mind. And I think the reason why I took away my best friend is because what I valued or what I thought a best friend was or what I expected out of a best friend. Yeah. I expected a best friend to be perfect. Expected, I expected a best yeah. friend to be there all the time. I expected a best friend to drop everything when I needed it and I was going to do the same thing. But that's a lot of pressure to put on one person for people who are imperfect people. Yeah. And I realized that it wasn't fair for me to require that of someone. And I knew, like, if I said, instead of a best friend, you're my family, I know my family gonna let me go. Gonna mess up. I know that's And I know at the end of the day that I'm still going to love my family. So when someone that's was good. to mess up who I used to regard as a best friend, I said, mm-hmm. you know what, we're family. Mm-hmm. I know that it's gonna happen and we're stuck together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's wow. how I views it. That's and good. then I my that's friends awesome. and then my associates. So. You said a word That's, that's good. really good. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Crazy. But, um, we are at the 55 minute mark. I'm trying not to make this in. Well, I did the first 30 minutes. I did the first 30 minutes. I don't want to make it longer than an hour. We'll probably come back because friendship is a huge yes. topic to divulge in. But I do want each and every one of y'all to say what is on y'all's mind and what is on y'all's chest as we are closing out. I want y'all to be heartfelt, honest, transparent. Mm-hmm. If it's nothing right now, it's nothing. You don't have to force anything, but mm-hmm. give something to the people mm-hmm. um, and just keep it a bed. Mm-hmm. And we can start this way. I'll start. So I think the, like, takeaway just from, like, what I've learned about friendships is that, like, you are in a relationship with people, and kind of like you said, like, people will make mistakes. And I think that's where it's just important to not have like high expectations I still think you can have expectations and that's like another conversation I think um but always remembering like family romantic relationships friendships really at work anywhere that people are imperfect um and also like taking that and looking back at myself and acknowledging the ways that I'm imperfect too Mm -hmm. because you can easily think that you're doing all of these things and that these other people aren't doing a lot of things um but just like looking at people as human, yeah. I think is really important. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. Even if they're having a bad day, like they're human, and you've had tons of bad days. And so you never know what people are going through. Yeah, that is so big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. That's, That's all. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, I've just been thinking about quality over quantity. Um, one of my friends yeah. told me um, back a while ago that. You can be an all right friend to about 20 people, but you can be a damn good friend to about five people. And so that's just the way I've really just been moving and living because for me, just as like we grow, like I realize I don't have the capacity to be on the same great level of friendship with 10 people. You can't be telling every 10 people like your childhood story or what you did on the weekend. So I get tired. So I think that's something I've really just been holding on to, just like the quality of my friendships and just knowing that I am content um, in a few rather than trying to make myself available to a lot of people. And of course, you can have different friends or like Chris said, associates for different Mm -hmm. things. Like if you want to go to this, if you want to have fun at this place, yeah, hit them up. But your core associates. Take time friends. (laughs) (laughs) You think so? Take time (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, can can I get a nose test? (laughs) (laughs) Really? (laughs) Your core is small, but it's quality. And so, Raleigh. Said a word. That's good. That's good. Um, For me, what's on my heart is to like, I think we hold people to this standard of like, in terms of like, we, I think you talked about it like a little bit of like expectations for mm-hmm. friends, but kind of also always assessing my heart and stepping back and just like, mm-hmm. okay, am I actually a good friend? Because yeah. I think it's so easy to like call people out and say, no, you're a bad friend, you messed it up, but just like, no, I are you really a good friend? Did you treat this person well? So kind of taking a step back and looking back, I'm just like, okay, I didn't do that right, mm-hmm. and I hope my, I hope that friend to the same standard as this, and kind of just, yeah. yeah 
the end of the day, just give them grace and kind of understand that people are human. People mess mm-hmm. up. I mess up. And kind of have a conversation, open and honest conversation. So, yeah. yeah. That's good. I love that. That's great. Yeah. That's good. Tayo? Um, Uh-oh. <laughs> 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 um, I think the biggest thing for me going back to when it comes to friendship is just the intentionality. Mm-hmm. Um, making sure that what you're doing you're doing it because you truly love the person. You're truly like, that's your true friend, mm-hmm. not for some type of personal gain. Like it's like if I do a favor for Cam or I do a favor for Chris, I don't keep a tally amount in my of what I've done for them. Or if we go out to eat, I don't keep a tally of if I'm paying or not. Like that's good. Cool if they pay me back. Cool if they don't. Like at the end of the day, like those are my brothers. I'm not really worried about. genuine in your friendships and being intentional um, and being authentic um, is really, really key and crucial to a long-lasting, vital friendship. Yeah, that's That's good. That was really great. Um, I really love this episode. I really love this podcast out of the two that I have done. I really can't wait for y'all to hear this, even the first half of what I was saying and bringing all of these lovely people on here and hearing their wise thoughts and all of their philosophical thoughts. It's great. Um, To end minds, y'all know me. I always end the podcast with, it means an honest devotion, not anticipation of personal gain. Tayo gave me the layup for that, and it basically means do things because you want to do those things, and you would never go wrong. Don't do those things because you're looking to get something out of it. Maybe he'll help me in the future, or maybe I'll get this. Help your friend because that's your friend in the moment, and you want to see them genuinely be successful and grow. Don't mix your friends with your network. Mm. Don't mix your friends with your network. That's good. So with that being said, we are out, and that concludes another episode of Free Game. And as always, it means an honest devotion, not anticipation of personal gain. Yeah. 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 Yeah.